morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. As you can see, I'm sat alone this morning in the auditorium. Normally on a Sunday morning, we would have some people here in the building. Uh, many of you will be joining us online. But this year, as we've done in the last few years, we decided to take a break between Christmas and New Year and give all of our volunteers uh, some time off, give them time to spend with their families. So rather than doing no service at all, uh, I did want to come and just share a short thought with you this morning. So um, I wanted to give our worship team an opportunity to lead us in a song as well. So we're going to hear a song from them, and then I'll come back and I'll share a short devotional with you. Who am I that the highest king would welcome I was lost, but he brought me his love for me, oh, his love for me. Who the sun sets free, oh, it's free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes, I am. Free at last, he is ransomed. His grace runs deep. While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, He died for me. So if you're watching live this morning, it's December 27th. It's a couple of days after Christmas. 
I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I hope your family enjoyed some time together, some great gifts. But by now, December 27th, I'm sure you've uh, got every gift you were going to get, even those obscure gifts that we sometimes get from great uncles and great aunts and different people that we don't necessarily get to see over Christmas, but they still send us cards and gifts. So what that means is if your parents watching this morning, that you're probably at that stage right now of encouraging your kids that it's time to sit down and start writing some thank you notes. Writing thank you notes to those people who they didn't get to see in person, but who sent some kind of gift. I can remember as a kid, that was just the toughest time after Christmas. My mom and dad would be on me saying, you've still got to write a thank you card. You've still got to write a thank you note to this person who sent you the gift. And part of it was just my laziness because I just didn't want to sit down and write a thank you note. But part of it was because sometimes I had to write a thank you note for a gift that, I, if I'm totally honest, I wasn't incredibly thankful for. I remember one Christmas, I was about 14 or 15 years old, and uh, some friends of the family had uh, given us a gift, and when I opened this gift that they got for me, it was a John Denver cassette. Uh, That was an album by the artist John Denver. Now, I wasn't a huge John Denver fan. In fact, no one my age back then was a huge John Denver fan. So I remember having to write a note saying, thank you so much for the great John Denver cassette. Uh, I'm sure I'll listen to it a lot. But you know, gratitude is a great thing to have. And as we close out 2020, I want to just think about that idea of gratitude here just for a second. You see, one of the people that models gratitude the best is a guy by the name of Paul. Paul was a a guy we, we, we read about in the New Testament. In fact, he wrote a large part of the New Testament. He was a follower of Jesus. His life was transformed completely by an encounter with Jesus. And he went on to really help establish the very first church. Throughout the New Testament, we have letters that he wrote, 14 of them altogether. Um, Sorry, 13. 13 letters altogether Paul wrote throughout the New Testament. Four of them he actually wrote from prison cells. And in every single letter that he wrote, whether it was to an individual or to a church, time and time again, you see Paul just expressing his gratitude, his thanks to these churches, his thanks to these individuals. He's thanking them personally for for all that they're doing. He's thanking God for them. In his letters to them, he expresses gratitude to God and to Jesus for the, the things he's done in Paul's life. And he shares that with these others. In these letters, he challenges the readers themselves to be thankful as well. One such example is in a letter he wrote to a church in Thessalonica. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 reads, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Those are verses 16 through 18. So not only is he thanking himself, he's encouraging others to thank. And then I think probably one of my favorite stories about Paul, just to to really demonstrate that attitude of praise and thankfulness that just oozed out of him. We can read about in Acts chapter 16, him and another guy named Silas have been arrested and they've been thrown in prison simply for being followers of Jesus, for being out in the community and, and sharing with people about the resurrected Jesus. And because of that, they were put in prison. Instead of complaining, instead of moaning, we read this story about them praising God and thanking God in a prison cell, singing hymns, singing songs of praise while being chained together. As 2021 approaches, we're just a few days away now from the end of 2020, 
heading into 2021. And like me, you're probably already just starting to think about what 2021 will bring. Maybe you're somebody who likes to come up with some New Year's resolutions and you're already thinking about some goals and some resolutions for next year. But as 2020 closes out, can I just challenge you this morning? Before the year comes to an end completely, why not spend a little bit of time just reflecting on 2020? I know that's tough because for many of us, we just want to get 2020 behind us. We want it as far behind us as possible, just a, a dot in the rear view mirror. But before you rush to get away from 2020, maybe pause as an individual. This could be something you guys could do as a couple or as a family and just reflect back on 2020. And I'm sure that you'll find some great things about it and I'm sure you'll find some challenging things that you experienced over this last year. But as you reflect back over the, the course of events over the last year, look at them through the lens of gratitude. Make this an exercise. Say, I want to look back over 2020 and I want to find something that I could be thankful for. Thankful that I saw God show up in this way. Thankful that through this trial, through this difficulty, I saw God working in my life. I learned something about myself this year that I never could have learned had I not gone through what I went through this year. It won't change the events of 2020, but what it'll do is it'll reframe your thought process. It'll, it'll help you look back and, and see things with gratitude as opposed to just wanting to get past them, put them behind you. Because gratitude makes a huge difference. Like Paul, if you're able to look back on those times in your life and say, God, thank you for that. It was tough, or it was fantastic. But thank you that you were right there with me. Because I think as you look back and reflect on some of the things of 2020, and you choose to have that attitude of gratitude, I think it'll reframe your vision casting for 2021. It'll affect the way that you look towards some of the goals and the New Year's resolutions that you're going to set up for 2021. So we've got a few days left of 2020. Why not make that a priority? Why not make it a goal this year before 2020 comes to an end? of saying, I want to find something that I can be grateful for in 2020, something I can thank God for, something that I can say, God, thank you that you were there with me. You were right there present with me and take the opportunity to thank him take the opportunity to say God thank you so much for who you are and for what you did and then thank him in advance thank you God that as we step into 2021 I know you've got a great plan ahead for me in 2021 too let's pray together father thanks so much just that we get a chance to have a a, a short time together this morning Lord, I pray that um, this thought of being grateful for gratitude, Lord, would inspire us to reflect back on some of the things of 2020, the highs and the lows, and find you in it. Find things that we could only have learned because of the events of 2020 about you and about ourselves, and be thankful for that. And because we've only got together together this morning, to go together, together this morning in a short time like this, I pray that... For the remainder of the time we would normally spend on a Sunday morning at church together or watching online, we would use this as time with our family, with our loved ones, and to be thankful for one another. Maybe use this as an opportunity to share with one another something that we're thankful for in our lives. Pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So thanks for joining us for this very short service this morning. Why not do that? Why not have a little conversation together now as a family and just share some things that you're thankful for as you look back over this last year.
God bless. Have a fantastic, safe, and healthy new year. And I look forward to seeing you back here again, either in person or online next Sunday morning.